This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. 1922 on Power Business Move on now to our next conversation with Business Development Director at FNB, Michelle Grati. We're having a conversation about building your business as if you plan on selling it. I think it's a perspective that many entrepreneurs may not quite enjoy. It may feel like a shaking of what they believe about their business, and that's that their business is their baby. But of course, I think this might also really assist with governance issues and always making sure that you're investor ready. Michelle, good evening to you. Thank you so much for your time. Evening. Thanks very much for hosting me. Thank you for chatting to us, uh, Michelle. Let's maybe speak about, uh, you know, entrepreneurs and, uh, you know, building their businesses as if there is an intention to sell at a later stage. Uh, what does that look like? So I first of all would like to endorse the previous speaker around positivity. It is a very lonely journey. Um, what I would suggest is that you, as an entrepreneur, need to start seeing a separation between yourself and that of the business, because otherwise emotions can tend to get in the way and cloud some of the decisions that you might make. And I'm certainly not for a minute diminishing the passion that you need for running your business, but you need to look at setting it up as a a separate legal entity as much as possible. Um, I know that often the entrepreneurship journey starts as a sole proprietor, but I would recommend that when the financial means are there, that you look at registering a company and certainly to look at keeping the business and the personal financial transactions separate so that you can start accounting and recognizing and have other parties recognize the success that you are achieving financially in the business. What we actually see, uh, Michelle, is scholars all around uh, the world have gone on uh, to really research something called the founder's curse. And I think that certainly plays, uh, you know, its way in uh, for entrepreneurs, especially because the business does feel so uh, personal. Help us understand how this could be uh, a deterrent to the growth and the success of a business. So we definitely do see that in multi-generational businesses. Um, Research shows that often by the time a family business gets to the third generation, it can start losing its way. Obviously, I'm generalizing, and there are certainly exceptions within the South African economy. Um, And for the sake of confidentiality, I obviously won't go naming names. What I would suggest, though, is if you are building a business that does have uh, more than one generation coming into it, that you make very clear decisions, consistent, clearly communicated decisions around what is going to be the path of new family members coming into the business. Mm. Um, You know, what qualifications, what is their career journey through the business? At what point do they start um, sitting around the boardroom table, adding value strategically, et cetera? We can assist businesses um, once they are sort of more established in in building a a family business constitution that caters for that. But I think that that is probably a bit further down the line um, from your, your sort of startup scenario. I also want to speak about, uh, you know, other than seeing the business as a separate legal entity from an administrative, uh, you know, place, uh, how else do you make sure that you are uh, treating the business as something uh, that is of value and that may exchange hands at some point, even if that never really materializes? 
I think the financial record keeping and the statutory governance that goes with that. So all the documentation, your memo and articles, your shareholders agreements, your buy and sell agreements, all of the statutory documents, along with obviously um, your tax documents, payments of UIF for, for employees, etc. I think it's important that that record keeping is meticulously kept up to date. And that is, is at least one way to, reckon, to, to sort of put the business in a position where it can be evaluated on its own. The other thing that we often find is where um, the good baker starts running the bakery. So baking is your passion and the business grows from there. You don't necessarily have the, the financial acumen and academic wherewithal to understand what can become a very complex business environment. Surround yourself with people who can assist you. Um, what we what we find is that you know men tend to network very well, particularly with other entrepreneurs. Women do it less effectively, um, and FNB very strongly pushes networking between female entrepreneurs to to try and address that gap. But draw on the resources of people around you, whether they're employees, whether they're families. Even if they are, are competitors or suppliers, draw on the resources to understand what is the best thing to do. And the other thing that I would recommend is take the time, and this is really a discipline thing, take the time to take a step back from the business to work um, on the business as opposed to in it. So have a look at the structure, have a look at the operations, have a look at the flow of the business. Is it working optimally? Are there things that you should look at changing? And funny enough, one of the, the things that we did see as a bank coming out of COVID is particularly immediately after that hard lockdown is business owners as one sector in the community were by force. Um, an opportunity, a time opportunity was created for them and many of them took the time and used it productively to examine their businesses so that they could pivot them and come back stronger um, when the various phases of, of lockdown in, the, in COVID were opened up. And it's not easy when you don't have four circumstances like that to actually take a step back, but it is fundamentally important and it will pay dividends in the long run. Because if you continue to build the business that there is such a key dependence on, dependency on you as the entrepreneur, you actually are then looking to sell yourself as, to look as, as opposed to selling the business if you if you need to do that at a point in time to raise funding for for your retirement. And before I let you go, Michelle, let's say you do want to sell. Uh, you know, what are some of the things that you should be a very very uh, cognizant of? So I've mentioned the statute. The other thing is to be educate yourself and to be aware of the of the many different types of business valuation models that are out there. What we have found with experience is that if you use a multiple of, of valuation models and take a mean average of those, that's probably going to be the closest to the truth around what the business is actually worth. You know, I think if you liken it to somebody wanting to sell the family home, there's emotional attachment to that property. There's a lot of memories created there. And we tend to inflate that emotional value as opposed to being more clinical around what the property or in this case, the business is actually worth. So again, it's a, it's a, it's a forced thing. It's a, a deliberate thing that you need to do to actually take the emotions out of it and have a look at the different financial models. Take advice. 
I would recommend from your auditor, from your bank, um, get their view on what they feel the business is worth. Um, and then obviously there are going to be specifics like goodwill, intellectual property that might vest in the business that are going to have positive or sometimes negative impact on the valuation of the business. So it's not a straightforward answer. It's a very multifaceted um, dynamic sort of situation to, to ascertain the value. Omar, it's been a pleasure hearing from you and thank you so much for those. I think uh, certainly hoping uh, that uh, our entrepreneurs who are listening uh, do get a bit of a shaking. I think all the possibilities uh, need to be considered uh, as this world changes. And of course, as entrepreneurs uh, could certainly uh, hand their businesses over to uh, the buyer at some point. Thank you for your time. Pleasure. Fantastic. That was Michelle Garati. She is Business Development Director at F&B. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.